right, y'all. Monday morning. Welcome back. M. Crow Radio, sponsored by M. Crow Beer. Uh, evidently, kicked the cable off there for a minute. I don't know if you guys heard everything, but you know, came back on a little bit through. I'm sure you didn't mind. Um, power trip uh, off the combo ELP, bunch of EPs thrown together. Uh, good stuff. Uh, I thought I had some time to get some stuff ready. I didn't. Here we are. Uh, so let's do a little little weekend recap. Um, what I do Thursday. Oh, uh, I left work early. Went down and uh, hung out with my wife and a bunch of friends. They uh, all worked from home from the beach for that week for the most part. Went down, you know, hung out at the beach a couple of days. Good time. Friday had a had a hard hang. Hard hang on the beach. Uh, we went down around like eleven in the morning. We stayed there till like sundown. You know, I haven't done that in a, a long ass time. That that was a uh, that was good. Needed that. Oh, Saturday, we all packed up, headed home. Uh, went down and saw my niece and nephew for a minute. Hung out with them. Went to a little wedding real quick. More of a kind of like stop by, say hi, and dip out and head back to Philly. And then Sunday, just kind of relaxed. Demoed some new music. Uh, yeah. Good time. Good weekend. Hope you uh, hope you did the same. Exact thing as me. And you had a mirror weekend of mine because that would be really cool. But yeah, other than that, pretty well hydrated. Feeling good, so let's uh, keep the tunes rolling. Up next, we got a uh, Baroness off of the uh, Yellow album. Here we go. Enjoy.
boys them baroness boys uh yeah it took me a while to really uh get into that band my wife really dug them for a long time it wasn't until uh that last album uh, not the last album before purple came out i kind of kind of broke me into them a little bit and i kind of was able to go back through uh yellow album fantastic purple album great red album eh. new stuff is kind of weird they got like super into production and it kind of like like the Instrumentals almost sound like industrial. It's not really my, uh, uh, it's too nerdy of production for me to really get into. I feel like they just hyper-focused on that. And like, the, they can play, man. They can, they can riff all day and they're great, but they just, they really got into their heads in the studio on that album. And you know, it's the album they wanted. It's the album they put out. It's not the album for me. Maybe it's for you. Check it out. Great band, great discography. They got like seven LPs out, really phenomenal material front to back. Um, up next, gonna play a got a slow, heavy build for you guys today. We're gonna play some Electric Wizard. We're gonna we're gonna play the uh, what is that? Uh, off the B side, yeah. Not not good words today. So we're gonna play the uh, their own title track, Electric Wizard, off their uh, their second LP here. Uh, good stuff. Big old weed leaf on there. You know it's gonna be good. You know you're gonna bob your head. You know you're gonna have a good time. Here's Electric Wizard with Electric Wizard off of Electric Wizard.
go. Electric Wizard. Electric Wizard. Off of Electric Wizard. I just like saying that. Uh, yeah, great record. Great band. That's definitely, if you're more familiar with, like, Dope Throne, that's got a little bit more, uh, you know, spent a little more time in the studio, not so single mic in the room, uh, super lo-fi kind of vibe there. But great album. Great band. I mean, the cover's got some some wizard babe on the front riding this pterodactyl that kind of looks like a moose. Uh, yeah, you, you gotta love music like that. What are the lyrics? Like, I saw a dragon with a wizard on its back. Like, shit rules. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I did. Up next, we got some more Hungry. I've played some 7 Inches by them. They put out an LP front to back. I can listen to this nonstop, mainly because it's 23 minutes. And you gotta flip it over again and again and again. But this is a great record. Uh, you know, dudes that were more in like the hardcore world, got more in like the metal world. Uh, really good hybrid of the two. And uh, yeah, just really cool shit. Hope you enjoy.
Gonna throw some of the back there for you. Some blacklisted, some local boys, some local guys. Great band. Out of everything I've played, I've probably heard that record played live more times than I could ever really count. They are hands down one of my favorite modern hardcore bands from Philadelphia. Um, you know, as a band, they've progressed phenomenally. They've gone from this. This is their first LP. Uh, from this kind of really rough sound, they kind of evolved into more of like a kind of Nirvana kind of situation. Got kind of cool to the end. And then uh, they were just kind of like, you know, let's just kind of give it up, move on to other things. And they haven't really come back to do anything else new for a while. But uh, great band while they're around. Great band live. Uh, you know, if that's your thing. If you want to jump off the stage, if you want to jump on people's heads, if you want to, you know, mosh around, you want to act like an idiot, you want to act like an idiot where no one knows you, it's a great place to be. Uh, yeah, Blacklisted, Our Youth is Wasted, great LP, starting stone for anyone trying to get into hardcore music. Great, great record. Up next, got some more Philadelphia guys, um, a little bit more of a intellectual type. Uh, Dan Yeaman, he's been in a ton of bands from Kid Dynamite to Lifetime to this is one of his newer bands, Paint It Black, New Lexicon. Uh, for someone who's like so nice and handsome, he sounds so mean on record and live but he's one of the most genuine, nice human beings in the hardcore scene. Uh, it's Painted Black. Just going to play the first two tracks for you. This is a good one to get going. He says he wants to get better, but first he has to get a little sicker. He holds his tongue like he holds his liquor. Too young to call it quits toward the pedal for the stop. So he's done for this. Too scared to slow down and find out what he missed. No more hiding in medicine under his tongue. So there's the angels for his rescue. And such a great protection. What the fact? The windy city before this angel in his direction. Black, great record. <clears throat> Pardon me. Yeah, good one, solid one, fast one. You know, they they just got a way of like not being super heavy, but still making you want to bang your head the whole time. Oh, kicked out my headphones. Give me one second. I can't hear what I'm saying, but you can probably still hear me. Um, up next. All right, there we go. Back. 
Up next, got a really fun one. This band put on one of my... I've seen them a few times, two or three times. Uh, first time I saw them, it completely blew my mind. Uh, it was right after the Phillies won the World Series. They were playing in Philly that night, and we're like, we can't go, although I really want to see this band. Like, you know, it's Phillies, World Series. We got, you know, you know baseball's not your thing. I get it. But, you know, for our friends at that time, it was good time. So the next day, they're playing in Baltimore. So me and a few buddies were like, we're just going to drive down to Baltimore, you know, just like, you know, have a little road trip. It'd be a good time. So we saw this band, uh, Young Widows. Uh, this is when they released Old Wounds, the album that I'm going to play for you in a moment. Uh, they played at the Talking Head, which was just this little bar in like an alley. So like already you get there, it's always like, oh, well, this is like super shady, You're, like parking under a bridge you know, everything's kind of creepy. I was in the uh, Subway shop earlier that year for another show. And uh, while I was in there, we were eating and it got held up by gunpoint. And uh, it was a really, really, really quick situation. It was kind of funny. Everyone laughed. They were like, oh, that just happened. Everyone just kind of moved about their day. Evidently, it's a very uh, normal occurrence at that uh Where's that uh, that portion of uh, Baltimore there? But yeah, Talking Head, really cool, weird venue. They get up on stage. All the lights are out. They set up their amps. They all have like four, four by 12 cabs. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be loud. This is going to be awesome. And they start playing this intro song here. And it's just like a little single light on him, like shining up from his mic. He's got a little flower on there. It's like it's like a real moment. It's like really cool. And then right when everything hits, like when you hear everything coming and hit, the external cabs were just lights and the lights came on and it was like this like rock and roll experience. It was just fucking awesome. Everyone was just like, whoa, it was just fucking cool. Um, so this record really spo- like holds a special place in my heart on top of the fact that it's just a great record musically somehow, you know, the dude doesn't play like heavy riffs, but the drums and the bass are just so like dialed in like the rhythm section is just so heavy that just translates as like really heavy music. And I love when a band can do that. You know, it's really easy to throw a bunch of distortion or fuzz and play some power chords really slow and have droney beats. But when you can create music that translates as heavy, but like you're still noodling around doing some fun, crazy, cool stuff. That's when like, you know, music gets really special. So I, from a songwriter perspective, this album is phenomenal uh, really, really great band. They've gone on to do some like, really cool records after this, but this one's just really important to me in my personal life. And uh, hopefully when you hear it, you're like, wow, that's a really cool record, Don. I'm glad you played it. So we're going to go ahead. This is Took a Turn.
such a good song. You know, when everything comes in, it was just oh, I, I just like I get the 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 chills. It's so good. I love that record. I love that song. I love. It's such a vivid memory. It's like it's it's so good every time I hear. It. I never get tired of it. Great record. Young Widows, Old Wounds, great record. Please check it out. Enjoy it. Up next, I got a long one for you. One of my favorite Doomy bands, uh, Monolord. They're actually coming to Philly in March. I bought a ticket. This is going to be my first show going to, I think. Maybe I won't have a panic attack. It'll be great. I'll enjoy the night, and it'll be fun. This is their single on a 12-inch because it's long as hell. It's about 10 minutes. I'm going to enjoy it. I know you are. This is Monolord with... I'm staying home, Switzerland's finest. Sweden.
There you go, some mono loot for you. Some good old Swedish boys. Um, yeah, great band. If you got the time for it, you know, it's a little, little bit of dedication. You know, listen to a record there. Listen to it now, but yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff, keep you bobbing the whole time. Uh, up next, I got Converge, uh, Jane Doe. They just played this weekend. It is the 20th anniversary of this album. Um, they played it front to back. They rarely play stuff off of this anymore just because they've grown so much as a band. They've kind of gone away from this sound. They've come back to a little bit, yada, yada. I remember the first time hearing this band when I was like 15 or so, like skating in a parking lot. Somebody put on a, it, it, was, it, was, yeah, it was a CD. It was Petitioning the Empty Sky, and I was just like, this is so insanely chaotic. I don't understand this. This is crazy. I want to like learn more about it. This is really awesome. And uh, two years later, was it high school this came out? 2004? 2003? Oh, no, 2001 because it's 20 years. Yeah, that, that's that's math. Um, yeah, so this came out right before I got into them. Uh, great record. Awesome band. Super chaotic. Um, they've helped me discover some of my favorite bands that they were influenced by. We were talking about this a couple weeks ago at lunch, like how music today is just so accessible. And back in the day, it was like you'd go to a show, you'd see what band T-shirts your favorite band was wearing. Then you'd go try to find music by those guys or you'd look at the CD insert or the record insert and see what bands they thanked or, you know, so on and so forth. And it was like, you know, made finding music uh, really uh, difficult, especially when you found something in the vein of like heavy stuff that you were really into because there's so much shit out there. It's just shit. Uh, but this band's great. And I got actually a newer record from one of the bands that, you know, they've always credited as a huge inspiration from them. Stark Weather. I'm going to play that next. Somehow it's more chaotic than this. So if this isn't your thing, you might as well just kind of log out and uh, wait till 3 p.m. when Pony comes up and does her thing. So this is uh, Jane Doe, Concubine, Fault and Fracture. I'm really happy.
There we go. Converge, concubine, fault, and fracture. You always play them back to back. You never play one without the other. You never skip forward. You always play them back to back. It's important. It's just how it is. Up next, Starkweather. They put out some newer records. They were defunct from 95 to about 2008. Came back with a vengeance. Super wild band. I actually haven't listened to the split yet, so uh, I'm hoping it's great because I think they're great. Really cool band. Always put out really cool records. They went from a weird kind of hybrid of like that post-hardcore kind of heavy sound in the 90s, and they got kind of maniacal later on and kind of weaved in and out of that a lot. Um, so really interesting records. You never know really what you're going to get. So, uh, let's, uh, let's bang on this together and enjoy it. Here it is. Stark weather.
Starkweather. Yeah. Philly natives, Rennie Rasmini. He's never really the singer, never really gone on to do much else. Uh, it's been his own really act. Um, you know, but huge influence in the 90s, you know, stuff that went on to like go to people labels like Mathcore, Weird Avant-Garde Metal, Dillinger Escape Plan, you know, everyone kind of credits these guys at some point or another. Uh, really great band, really, really extensive discography. If you know you kind of dug that, they kind of hit all the notes on that song, what they're into. Uh, so check them out. Really great. Up next, I got one last track. I'm going to head back out. I'm going to dedicate this one to my wife because I finally told her I do this and told her how to listen to it. So I'm going to play one of her tracks for her. So this one is for you, Samantha. I love you. And yeah, that is what it is. There you go. March into the sea. my show hope you guys enjoyed this is what it is maybe it did maybe it didn't but uh we got some shows here this afternoon 3 p.m we got some more shows tomorrow morning 11 a.m and 3 p.m again el tigre de la noche and every on the afternoon uh hell on wheels and dj white glove split in the same time and uh, i don't know who's filling for uh Dzarf. you know it's some some big shoes to fill it's that guy uh so yeah we got we got a stacked schedule tune back in it's going to be a good time. It'll be fun. You'll enjoy it. Um, I did have a record queued up to kind of fade me out here, but I didn't turn it on like usual. So I'll just, I'll just rewind it a little bit. We'll give it a little bit. There we go. That's great. Right? Everyone's happy. Enjoy. Have a good day.
that season, the new season trailer is pretty, pretty great though.